Welcome to round two of Plus Frames. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Matt Jerkins, joined tonight by A. Clay. Good evening, my friend. I feel like I'm jo- you're joined every time we do this. <laughs> I'm not a one-off guest, man. <laughs> no, that's true. That is true. I've got to stop saying that shit. I guess it's only episode two. We've we got, we got room for improvement, mate. We yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but I'm good, if man. If you're joining us... I'm good. <laughs> that's good. That's good to hear. If you're joining us for the first time, this is our fortnightly podcast, absolutely dedicated uh, to, the, to the wonderful world of fighting games in the FGC. Um, so welcome, welcome, everybody. It's going to be Andrew. a jolly good show. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, that's the fucking plan anyway. <laughs> so, man, it's been two weeks about since we last did this, I guess. Yep. What are you about to? Uh, Alright, so I tried to play some Mortal Kombat and, mm. and then I realised I'm losing any skill I had in Dragon Ball. So lately, all I've been doing is Dragon Ball. I've been labbing Dragon Ball. Mm. I'm at work thinking about Dragon Ball. I come home and I play Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's 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 my life right now. You could say you've got Dragon Ball on the brain with that hat you've got on. I see. Hey? What, I see what you did there, yeah, and yeah, uh, I true. may have actually worn it for this occasion. So, oh well then, I well then I, that's fucking forethought. Yeah, I, I mean, I have like fifteen something hats to choose from. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a Yoda shirt, so I guess we're talking about Soul Calibur Four at some point. I don't really wasn't in, which wasn't he in that one. I think or number five or something I can't remember shirt with Yoda Darth you Vader. wear <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> hey um so I've been playing a lot of DBFZ um and that's about it for you at the moment did you catch up much on the tournament news across the weekend and all that sort of stuff um I tried to watch it but there was I could only catch bits and pieces here and there because mm. there was so much going on like I've I've, I've fallen behind with uh, like Street Fighter League so I can catch back up on that because I tried to watch uh, tried to use my time to watch BAM and um, Texas Showdown so I see bits and pieces here and there, but that's yeah, that's pretty much me. I've that's been just, just just playing Dragon Ball because, if in all honesty, I after watching Bam Eleven and watching the Dragon mm. Ball Top Eight, I was like inspired to to play. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, fuck, I need to I need to get back on on the on the horse because one of the guys that um that it was in the top Go eight yeah. Sendo, um I've gone against him online and. I pretty much lose like 80% of the games, probably like 85, 90. Um, but I feel like sometimes I do okay and I'm like, I yeah. need to get back to that spot so I can go even further beyond. Well, co- well considering he's, he was top eight at BAM, that means that realistically, if, if if you do get up there and verse him a lot more and start to even those grounds, you never fucking know, man. Yeah, plus it also comes down to like um, playing offline is very different to playing online. So yeah, that's something that we'll probably talk about later when we get into the topic of the night, which is going to be locals, how to get into them, what to do with them, the fact that they're the best thing on the face of the planet if you can get to them. Um, but yeah, and how uh, and how they benefit you. Yeah, true as well. True mm. as well. It's good. I've been doing the same. I've been doing the same. I've been. I haven't really. I've been playing a little bit of Mortal Kombat. Um, I've been playing a lot of Dragon Ball. I never never got to the to level where you did in Dragon Ball. In fact, I think we. God, I, fuck. I, I don't know how many times we played in that like four-week period where I really smashed Dragon Ball at the start of last year, I think it was. But mm. I, I didn't... I think I beat you once, but that was with a team that you'd, ju- you'd never played before. Yeah, But yeah. every other time we played, I just got royally fucking fisted. So, <laughs> um, 
it was it was a, a crushing defeat. But now we've gone to Mortal Kombat and the the, the, the tides have turned. The, yeah, <laughs> the the Turnbulls have tided it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so but now we're both back in Dragon Ball. I'm going to jump back into it because I really do enjoy anime fighters. I'll keep continue to play Mortal Kombat 11. Um, but yeah, DVFC's captured me again from watching uh, Bam and Texas Showdown. There was some incredible. Mm. incredible matches between some people in those games yeah. Um, and yeah I've been playing a lot of that I've got a bit of character crisis going on yeah. with DBFC at the moment yeah and like when you when you jumped on the other night um, sorry when we both jumped on and I kind of like we spent like a solid hour an hour and a half and I just kind of walked you through all like the changes and all the stuff you can yeah. do now that game and- is different fucking now dude I don't remember a lot of that stuff from when I was playing like a like full disclosure I haven't, I haven't picked up Dragon Ball in probably a year like it's been about that long like mm. there's just been other stuff happening in my life and I've been keeping up to date with like you know tournaments and stuff like that but it was just a game that I just didn't get around to sort of spending much time with yeah. for the past 12 months and now that I'm back in it's it's vastly different like there's a you know there's a lot of stuff that you can do and, and combos and, and the way that things work and it, it is a it is quite a different game to, to the one I experienced 12 months ago which is it's exciting um, but it also means I kind of have to learn fucking everything again, um, which is a pain in the ass. <laughs> and, and we're at a point where, because the game's been around for so long, um, the mechanics, like the core gameplay mechanics, have been explored to a greater uh, to a greater depth. Which means mm. that, like stuff that has been there the whole time, it, it we're all just starting to kind of bring it in and adapt it. People are using like reflex more. Um, the the way that you do use dragon rushes is different because now they do sliding knockdowns or like it's so yeah. there's so much like more to it. Like I think I got to rank about three. I think it was three hundred thousand or three fifty thousand. I think it was around there mm. um, when I was playing last year. And like I remember, even at that rank, no one used assists. Yeah, like, no one. Yeah. And now my rank, I think, because I've lost a whole bunch of matches, is like <laughs> is down a little bit. But like. Every- Every like there's fucking assists coming out of the art like just everyone uses them now. And I remember yeah. when I was first playing, it was in the first sort of the first few weeks of the game, and no one was really. Yeah, it was, we were it was, all shit together. <laughs> yeah, we were all scrubs together. Yeah. That's where we need to be. That's right. I was, um, I was playing yeah, ranked so, today too. Don't worry about that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I um I've been spending a lot of time with DBFC. I think I've nailed down a team now. So I think. who are you running at the moment? So I'm anchoring with Kid Boo, as you'd probably know. I've been spending a lot of time labbing him, and I'm, I'm really enjoying him uh, quite a large amount. Yep. And I think, I think I'm going with Trunks Go Tanks. We'll see. <laughs> I like this guy, we'll but I feel like that's the best way to go. You pick the characters you like, mm. and you go from there. I mean, that's that's why I play Cell because Cell's like my boy. I've been playing Cell mm. for a long time. Like uh, I think I started playing Cell uh, during the beta, and then far out. I stopped playing him for a few months and then I was like nah my team's missing that something that Cell brought so then I brought him back and then it was I was so shit with him and it I was I had to re- kind of relearn how to use him and then yeah yeah. but then now he's probably like my best character yeah fair he's, enough he's so good he's so good he, he, you, do, you do fucking rip apart with him it's I, very very I, good I do okay I do okay yeah you do, you do pretty well but um, <laughs> on the other side of stuff I purchased I've, I've gone through a weird phase where I collect as you can probably tell if you're watching the vid, the VOD of this on Twitch then you can probably see from behind me I collect a lot of video games Yeah. and for a while I've been also sort of in this weird collection thing where I'm like well I don't really want to collect a specific platform anymore because that's done to death so I decided that I'm just going to collect everything to do with fighting games like across all consoles across everything so I, I picked up um, I managed to pick up uh, Guilty Gear Exerd Rev 2 yes 
Yeah, and Undernight and Birth, um, both together for 50 bucks delivered, physical copies. So I was like, that's fucking pretty good deal. So I got them on the way. Um, I do have digital copies of Guilty Gear. I don't have digital copy of uh, UniST. And I picked up a game called Omen of Sorrow as well, which is like this weird fucking fighting game um, that has like horror people, like Dr. Hyde, I think, is in there. And there's like a werewolf and like a vampire and shit like that. And it's based around sort of old horror tropes. Uh, tropes. And I played it last night. Um, it's not very good, but it's, you know, added to the collection. <laughs> it's pretty, it's a, it's okay. Man, it's a bit of a weird game. You're, you're going out of your way to hunt for these um, um, exotic exotic fighting games. games. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm eyeing off uh, Amazon has copies of um, Fighting EX Slayer. And I'm eyeing those off. They're about they're, they're about fifty four bucks physical copies, and I'm like fifty four bucks, man. That's that's it's a Japanese only release, so I might have to fucking check that out. Yeah, and, um, get it imported. But yeah, I, so. I, I remember back in the day in uh, on PlayStation Two, I was I was the same. I was like collecting um, mm. the fighting games of PS Two because I, I remember that was the first ever Guilty Gear game that I owned. It was uh, Guilty Gear. Another one, yeah. X. I've been looking X- for it. XX2, oh fuck, I can't remember which one it was, but it was like, yeah, the old PlayStation 2. That's the one I first got into. I played Jam. <sighs> yeah, she, she cool. She Jesus. Cool. And um, <laughs> I had, fuck, I, do you remember Bloody Raw? Do you ever? Oh, you yeah, ever, man. I fucking remember Bloody Raw. Yeah, that game was sick. Yeah, I had I've got that a copy too. Of, I do have a copy of it back here and Bloody Raw 2, I think. And there was another There was another game on um on Darkstalkers. I've got a copy of Darkstalkers. Oh, I know I had Darkstalkers. I, I had Darkstalkers. Um, fucking sick man I, I so, have, they should Capcom should fucking bring that back Darkstalkers actually I know they're too they busy really should. just converting them into skins for Street Fighter 5 <laughs> um, yeah fucking oath fucking oath uh, what's the other one I got um, it was I've got King of Fighters it was like ones. a 3D King of Fighters oh yeah I think I remember that one fucking King, I think I do King of Fighters is fucking awesome dude hmm. I've got like Tobal number one and shit like like old fucking weird fighting games on the PS1 era man like that uh, Cap, yeah, Cap, shit. Capcom vs SNK2 that was like the main the main one in my uh, on my lineup that's a legit that's a legit game and MV like all the MVCs like Marvel's yeah, Capcom yeah, yeah, were yeah. just fucking great as well but yeah that, yeah man well I want to take so you I'll for be, a ride so mm, I want to take you for a ride I think we got like, the intro it's yeah, the intro, intro actually I think yeah, but um <laughs> such a fucking catchy tune it's great but uh yeah so I'll be looking across the board for um, anything to do with like games, fighting games, cheap fighting games across any you know platform. I can just imagine like you walk into to your local store and you're like, I'm looking for the most obscure fighting games. What you got? <laughs> and they like come out with a bunch of titles. What about this one? And you're like, do I get to punch somebody of that? I'll take two. <laughs> I'll take all everything you've got. <laughs> and probably cost me like two hundred and fifty dollars for two yeah. copies of these obscure it's fighting games. Worth it. Worth it for the but- for the punching and the fisticuffs. The fisticuffs, definitely, definitely. So, um, moving into the news, there's a man. Just a fucking lot has happened in the past two weeks in the world of fighting games. There was two very, very quite big tournaments actually. One of them, Texas Showdown. I think the last episode that we had, um, two weeks ago on a Saturday or something, it was we were talking that the group stages were happening at that point yeah, in time. Yeah, I think they were. We, like, we were quite on stay Saturday, tuned. Yeah. Mm. We did, and bam, Battle Arena Melbourne, which is Australia's biggest and most prestigious fighting game tournament the most uh, illustrious well. oh it's fucking oh it was so good it was so fucking good it's so it's such a good thing that these things can happen like in Australia because yeah. it's just oh, fu- I fucking love it I really want to go I really want to go to Melbourne for a day 
I'm, I'm, I'm going next year. Are, Are you? you shit? I'm going. Yeah, fucking oath. I'll yeah, go next year. I don't know if I can because at that point I'll have my uh, my child will be fuck, not even six months old. Yeah, so six months old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you, no, you, you could go, but you'd probably fall asleep standing up there. I've been there. It's an interesting time. Those first six months, I forget them because. I choose to. <laughs> I I can already sense the oncoming coffee addiction. <laughs> it happens quickly. It happens quickly and fast. Yeah. And it's very, very brutal. Anyway, uh, so Texas Showdown happened. There were some big, big matches. Um, we'll go through it. Mortal Kombat 11 first. There's some interesting stuff happened with that. A Devorah got played, which was... Yeah, so... Crazy. Because <laughs> we, like we, you know, if you're in the Mortal Kombat world it's pretty well established that she's the worst character in the game. She is every single person <laughs> that has ever made a tier list puts Devorah at the bottom. Do you at, at the very... And, and not even... It's like it, they get to her and they're like, oh yeah, she's just the worst. Like she's negative on everything. She's horrible. She, yeah, she's shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, just, so, I was actually listening to a video from Sonic Fox on the way home. Um, I just... Because I like I, I go to YouTube and I play the video and then I like I don't need to watch it. He's just talking, so I just like put it on the side, mm. and um, it's really interesting listening to s- someone like him talk about all the Mortal Kombat characters. Like he thinks Sub Zero is B tier. Really, that's yeah. interesting. Because he, he to him he says that um, if you don't know how to block, like to react to overheads, Sub Zero is S tier. But if you can react to overheads, he's got nothing. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd back that. Yeah. It's his mix-ups. It's his overhead mix-up. Yeah. And it's quite a slow start, too. So once yeah, people yeah. figure out how to block that, he's, he's going to be very hard to get yeah, in. Yeah, he, he said um, when he went to Summit of Time, he was talking about how one of the guys there, who's like a Sub-Zero main, um, had to switch characters because he couldn't do anything to him. He's like, I, was just, I just blocked just everything. He up. couldn't touch me. He couldn't open me up. So yeah. I forced him to change character. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It's, it's, interesting. Really, it's really interesting to, to listen to Sonic Fox talk about Because like... What I love about you, Sonic Fox, you have to listen to the man because it's not like he's shit at games or anything. Yeah, like, it's fucking. Do you know what the best part he's... about listening to Sonic Fox talk about Mortal Kombat is? He goes through the characters and he'll be like, excluding Devorah and Kano, who he says are the, the worst two characters in the game. Mm-hmm. Every other character, he'll go, okay, what about this character? Oh, they're so fucking broken if you do this. And then he goes through and talks about it. He's talking about like Shao Kahn. He's like, everybody thinks Shao Kahn's shit. He's like A tier, solid. And he's like, goes through, you do this, you do this, you do this. Boom, 20% health gone with just a grab. Doing this, doing this. And it's just like, this guy is just on another level, man. But He's fucking on it, that's but, for sure. But yeah, um, MK, but, uh, MK11 is, I only got to watch, I think I watched the all of MK11. And I only watched like bits and pieces of a lot of the other ones, but um, mm. that person that played Devora, I fucking can't remember their name for life of me. But um, they, they're a Scarlet main, so they played Scarlet, which is like the yeah. you don't really see Scarlet a lot, which is a shame because I fucking love Scarlet. Um, but they played Scarlet for most of them, and they they were on winners' side of top eight, and they just like tore apart everybody. But then they came across Cusco. Because Cusco is a Sonya uh, player, and according to Sonic Fox, she's the most broken character in the game. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so this guy was playing Scarlet, and then he was two games down. No matter how well he played with Scarlet, because his Scarlet was very adaptable. He could kind of yeah. sit back and play the poke game, or be in mid-range and hit you with those long-range fucking blood scythe normal things. Um, or he mm. could like teleport in and get close. Like He was very good at adapting his playstyle with Scarlet to suit the situation. 
Like mm. I, I re- it was I really, really enjoyed watching him play Scarlet. But he was two nil against Sonya and he's like Scarlet is not working. So he went to Vora and Yeah, and that was the losers finals. That was like yeah. the last that was like it was yeah, for, for tournament. Like it was it was his place in the tournament. And uh, a lot of the people were pretty shocked by that. Unfortunately, he lost <laughs> but, and got knocked out. But he's Devorah. Devorah, man. It put up a fight, man. It fucking did. Like, it got a round or two, I'm pretty sure. Like, it got, like got, yeah, it actually won a couple, I think, didn't it? Yeah. I can't I, remember. I, think, I might have I won think, a couple of rounds. I can't remember if it was 3-2 or 3-1. I think it was 3-2. Yeah. I think he came back with Devorah and it took uh, Cusco, like, a little bit to get used to... The it took a match or two, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where because nobody plays Devora, you don't know what bullshit she has. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it's just that you don't know the matchup very well because you've only probably played it a handful of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, moving on, uh, the actual whole tournament, the, the grand finals was against a Deoxys versus Cusco, which we've already spoken about, and uh, they played Geras and Sonya respectively, um, and it was a very fuck. It was quite fucking exciting, and it's Geras took it out see i he's fucking uh, strong after watching it to me i'm like how is giris not the best character in the game and um once again oh, i'll go back yeah. to sonic fox again because i was just listening to it today but he he says that one of the reasons why giris is so strong it's not just because he has all these tools that do amazing things it's because he's so fucking easy to play yeah like yeah. i mean you can, like, there's like a fucking mid mid-stage command grab that like just yeah just it's ridiculous. Just crushing blow. Yeah. Off a fucking whatever you want. It's like fucking the thirty health gone. Catch you later, mate. Like, yeah. And that's it's it's not like it's a it's not like it's a slow startup. It's that is a fucking fight. You have like barely any time to react to that thing. And, that is very and very it hard comes, to block. It doesn't travel across the screen. It just appears beneath your feet. Yeah. So you've got like a couple of frames to fucking duck. Like if you think it's coming, like as soon as you are like past punching or kicking distance, you've always got to be looking out for that fucking throw. Like it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's, it's nuts. Anyway. It's fucking yeah. nuts. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I- but Cusco was a fucking monster, man. Yeah. Six out of the eight set. Oh, no, sorry. Um, Deoxys was a fucking monster. Six out of the eight sets he played, he just fucking 3-0'd everyone. Yeah. Just, yeah. just walked on them. Just. And just- I mean, he's living up to his name because Deoxys is like a legendary Pokemon. So living up to that legendary power level. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, I know, I that, didn't that, know that. that. Yeah, yeah, Deoxys is a Pokemon. He's the DNA Pokemon from Gen 3. So. Oh, fair. So, I'm all about that Pokemon life. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he just played Gyrus. There was like uh, mm. two Gyrus players in um, in the top eight. And they're just, yeah. you, you watch it and you're like, you, see, you can just see all the things that he does that he could just like, if you don't have the tools, Destroy to, yeah, if you don't have the tools yeah. to fight him, he just, picks you apart from anywhere on the screen and does whatever yeah. the fuck he wants um, he's got he's one of the only two characters in the game with um, uh, what's that I think it's like he can loop his command throws oh shit that's yeah. pretty broken yeah he's he's so fucking strong you know and I mean canonically makes sense so because he, he kind of does control time a little bit yeah because like, you know. he's like the bodyguard of Kronika and stuff <laughs> yeah, but, exactly he's, he should be pretty strong but yeah he's just so good He's so fucking good. Um, and if it's one of those things where... Why play high execution characters when you can play an easy character that does everything but easier? And then you're not spending your time worrying about execution in the game and you can use that extra mm. um, brain power to focus on like the footsies and the mind games and, and all, the, all the other stuff. Speaking like controlling... Of- 
controlling your nerves. Yeah. You know? Speaking of high execution, perfect time to move into the Tekken 7 results because <laughs> that game is fucking ridiculous sometimes. Um, uh, this is the one I didn't actually watch that much of. I saw clips. Man. I saw bits and pieces. So this is where I, I watched the whole top eight and this is where I think that I personally saw the, the, the matchup of the tournament was in Tekken 7 and it was forward versus Sokobi that the losers it was absolutely fucking mental I think I sent that's, you clips of that yeah you, you sent me you sent it to me it was, that was fucking crazy yeah, it was fucking bananas that was the um, that was the Akuma player right mm-hmm. it was it was I can't it remember was. what the other guy played uh, I remember Jack maybe it was a Jack I can't remember who it was but I know it was, it was like the best it was the craziest matchup I'd seen the entire day but no that was the fi- that was the grand finals was Jack sorry was it was it Jin no, nah, it wasn't Jin. No, nah, it was it was forward versus Sakobi. I'll have to check it what it was exactly, but I, I just remember I've, I've got it no doubt. It was the game of the day. There was some insane comebacks. Like there was like some mental level stuff where there was like just about magic pixel of health and comebacks and stuff like that. And it just went either way. It went all the way to the very last set. Um, it was yeah. just a brilliant, brilliant matchup against those two. Um, and Anakin won the whole thing. Took it out against Obscure. And he came all the way from losers, reset the bracket, um, won himself 100 Tekken tour points. So good on him for that. Good on you, Anakin. Well, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure Adamkin won last year. He was... I think he um, did too, yeah. There was a few back-to-back winners of mm. Texas Showdown. So I know Anakin was one, and um, uh, Chris G for, for Dragon Ball, he was, he was the other one. Yeah, 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 very true. By the way, Chris G has been fucking killing it in that game right now he's doing uh rather well <laughs> i guess you could say he's doing very very well but um well yeah i guess we're getting to dragon ball now i'll let you take this one because you know you know the jazz behind dragon ball um so i spent a lot of my weekend watching like bam and and some stuff so i only caught like bits and pieces of this but basically chris G was in the winner's final uh sorry in the winner's side top eight and he took out to kill sage which is probably the 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 main other contender mm-hmm. and to kill sage fought himself sorry fought his way all the way through losers to get back to the grand finals and then um chris g is like yeah cool story bro check us out team gohan <laughs> and he just did some some crazy shit and i'm like whoa this new patch has been real nice to team gohan and he just <laughs> fucking tore him up like chris g is just it's he's bringing all that marvel the 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 marvelous capcom practice all all the way over to dragon ball because he's like yeah whatever it's <laughs> team gohan's good now i guess so what was his team it was a uh, team gohan fuck trunks i'm pretty sure he's a trunks player and fuck i can't remember the other character mm. but because i'm pretty sure he just dominated with team gohan he didn't need anyone else yeah like, i do remember seeing that so actually it was so fucking one-sided. Like, it's one of those things where one v three'd him pretty much across the board. Just yeah, he three owed him. It was it was it was crazy. And I'm just like, I would like to see Chris G right now, like as he is now, play against like top level international competition because he didn't make it to um, the Dragon Ball World Finals, didn't he? So no, nah, he didn't make it. Wow. So I would like to see him because I feel like he's even better now. Yeah. Because that was... Well, it might be going. You never know. Because like, the, the Kill Sage is Sonic Fox's training partner. Mm. And he's he is no pushover. At all. And Chris G was like, oh, oh that's right. Grand finals. Oh, I guess I can play for five minutes. With the fucking magic. Yeah. <laughs> Just destroyed yeah, him. Put, puts, his, puts his beer down. Wins the finals. Gets his trophy. Comes back. Beer still cold. <laughs> like, 
I just remembered yeah, it, the the Tekken matchup was against Akuma and King because there was some fucking hectic fucking King combo like elbow drops and shit and the crowd was losing their fucking minds. It was such a good set. If you want to go watch one set from Texas Showdown, or if you like Tekken from anyway, if from Tekken, go and check out the losers matchup: Four Wood versus Kobe, Akuma versus King. It is fucking incredible. It's very very good set. Very very good set. Well, it's 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 interesting because in the last tournament, like the last main Tekken World Tournament event, um Super Akuma, who obviously plays Akuma, won the whole thing and everybody was like, "What the fuck, man? Akuma's so broken." <laughs> but maybe Super Akuma is just really fucking good. Like the combos that like I saw Akuma do it's it just what the fuck in a man? game yeah there's some there's some insane it's, stuff you can do with him but I, I don't think he's too broke oh he might i don't know we'll see but i no i i, I don't think he's broken it's just it's one of those things where these people have played hundreds and thousands of hours with these characters yeah, like, dude, yeah. it's 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 like you said when you uh introduced this part like talking about take a seven it's such a ridiculously high skill ceiling mm. to play someone like akuma it's just, uh, it's just crazy. It, I was a Brian Fury main when I was playing, man. That's fucking pretty good. Get fuck out of here with your fucking snake, snake edge. edge. My way to victory, bro. Until you get to you. anything above greens, then you're fucking gonna ask yes. But um, moving on to Street Fighter Five, uh, K Brad. Uh, yeah, he's making a comeback. He is. He is. The old K Brad. I fucking love that dude. So K just talked. He, he just talked shit. So and interestingly it's enough, he fucking knocked out Problem X. Oh, I watched that match. Mm. He's the he, way that he played that. He he fucking went through five match points with that prick. Like he was on match point five against it. Five. To, oh no, he, no, he got like five against him, and Problem X kept it. But he used five, and he got him eventually. Like he used. Five, it took five fucking tries at match point to get Problem X. He just fucking would not say die, and I guess that's why he's one of the best in the world, Problem X. But um, yeah, it K, K Brad is just. He's always had a really solid footy game, mm. but he's also playing Cammy. I think Cammy just like. He's so familiar and so yeah. comfortable with Cami, so I enjoyed watching yeah, he's probably, it because I was a Cami man. Yeah, you know, I am a Cami man. Yeah, yeah, you were, you filthy, yeah. you filthy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, see, to me, this goes to show that, um, like, for me personally, I believe that Street Fighter Five is in the best place it's ever been, um, especially as a spectator. I don't mm. think it's ever been more exciting to watch. Um, and it's not just because there's so many characters and so me- so much like awesome shit happening, but um, it's it's because all the players. Th- there's no one player that, except maybe Punk, maybe that's like miles ahead of everybody. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Even uh, so, actually, yeah, perfect example. Punk's last um, event that he won, I can't remember what it was, but he won it. Uh, but. He went to... It was like game five versus Daigo. Yeah. And Daigo just like... It wasn't easy. Like no. nobody's just steamrolling tournaments. All, all the matches, it's so... It swings it. It's it, like, so it's, crazy. Yeah. Just because you won the last tournament doesn't mean you're going to win the next three. Like anyone can sort of come up in that pro scene and trump you. It's, yeah. It's, there's a... It's... Yeah. It's if you have a bad day, it, you'll fucking lose. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's very interesting because um, there's a Dragon Ball player that I follow. His name's Lord Knight. Um, he, he brought out a tweet the other day and it was... It, it's probably so accurate. He said that when you take into account nerves and you take into account like the pressure of like competing in in like big events, mm. he says that you just have to assume that every match you play is going to be your worst possible self. 
So what yeah, you have fair. to do is you have to train and practice so that your worst possible self is better than everyone else. That's yeah, that's fucking it's fairly true. And it's yeah, yeah. You have to be better than everybody on the on your worst day. Yep. Oh it's, yeah. And it's crazy. Back. Yeah. Because one mistake, one little slip up and you know, um, problem X will be like, yeah, cool story, bro. Check out this new bison combo I'm working on. <laughs> Boom. Oh, I'll it. just plant this little bomb on your head. Fucking psycho crusher and do this shit. Oh, I'll just end it with a critical art. Boom. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was fucking absolute bananas. So yeah, but uh, 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 K Brad took out problem X. K Brad. Was fucking incredible. Um, Jewel Kevin. This was fucking crazy. <laughs> he got, <laughs> he made it to the winner's finals, Jewel Kevin. This is his yeah. first ever official Street Fighter 5 tournament and his first one his his second ever um, Capcom tour like SF5 tournament ever like ever like it's his second ever and his first Capcom tour sorry his first Capcom Street Fighter 5 tour since 2017 and it's his second ever and he made it to winners finals and he's a fucking MVC player but he is in the Street Fighter League yeah and he is he- and like, so he's constantly playing there. But even then, you can tell he's very familiar with the game because out of his team, when they like, they take a break in between matches and they have to like talk and the coaches give advice and stuff, you can tell Dual Kevin, like he's probably, he is basically like the team coach mm. with like the knowledge he has and the way, like how good he is at like analyzing the other people. Like he can watch the match and then when it comes to the break, he'll, he just goes, like, without hesitating, he'll be like, okay, you just got to do this because they're doing this. So what your character could do is do this, 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 against this, this, this. Yeah. And just be careful of this. Like, he just... His, like, yeah, his game knowledge is I, fucking insane. It's It blows me away that he probably has... He's probably had the same problem that, that many other people, including, like, Chris G have had, where they, they find it really hard to get into Street Fighter Five. They probably play it and are familiar with it because, you know, that's where the money is. But, you know... Mm. And then now, Jill Kevin was like, oh, okay, I'm guessing I'm in, I'm in Street Fighter League. I'll take it a bit more seriously. I mean, he probably did it before then. Like, you know, with with how good he is, he would have had to. But, yeah. you know, he just, he's just so knowledgeable and so, like, great technically mm. at the game, you know? Yeah, I was got, I got, he's one of the, I got tongue-tied he's a solid player. Before, but I meant that he was, it's his second, like, the Capcom Tour, like, you know, that has the Capcom Tour. It's his second Capcom Tour tournament ever, and it's his first Capcom Tour official Capcom Tour tournament since like 2017 apparently I'm sure he's been in other tournaments like I'm sure yeah. but yeah it's the official Capcom ones though not that many which is pretty fucking interesting and pretty impressive to go yeah. to all the way to you know um, winners finals there and some feel good news before we get to the band did, stuff did you see did you watch the um, the finals of of um, Texas Showdown like Street Fighter I did yeah 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 so JB who is also in Street Fighter League. He's with... um, He's on Punk's team. Oh, is he? So, yeah, he's on Punk's team. So, I'll put it this way. His Rashid... Sorry, Rashid. His Rashid is so fucking solid... Oh, man. That they're just like, look, we can't ban Punk's characters because, I mean, that guy's good at everything. So, they have to go for JB because JB... Like, he didn't lose a single set Mm. in that whole top eight mm. he won every game that he played which is crazy because he fought knuckle do in the finals fucking knuckle do knuckle do is like he's no joke man so. i don't I, I don't like watching rashid i don't know why i just don't find i don't know i just out of all the characters in the game i don't like watching rashid i don't mm. like watching geef 
I fucking hate Geef. I don't know why. Just, yeah, just, I don't mind it because you don't see it a lot. Yeah, fair. Yeah, that's pretty fair. But I, I don't like Actually, it. There's a few cards I like watching. Rashid's one. I don't know why. Um, um, the main character I get kind of bored with is um, Ibuki. Yeah, I'm fair. just like... I'm like, oh, yeah, here's the mix-up. Oh, yeah, into this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a fucking few of those. Um, yeah. um, sorry, uh, the the main... So I was out for, for breakfast, right, when... Um, uh, before the top eight started, right? And um, if do you follow High Fight on Twitter? Maybe. He's, he's fucking one of the best Twitter accounts ever for, for FGC. He just, like, posts highlights of every sh- all the cool shit as it happens. And... Um, one of the reasons I was so interested in the top eight is because there's a there's a Ken player. I'm I'm Ken is like my favorite character, right? Yeah. So anytime there's a good Ken player, I'm like, oh, I'm in, boys. All that shit, yeah. Uh, his name is Cero Blast. Uh, once again, anime reference. Um, so he, I saw some of his highlights of how he got to top eight, and it was it was crazy shit. It was like um, uh, he got this guy in the corner. And he, like, did a shimmy into, like, a grab into the, the back throw. And then that got the guy in a stun. So what he did is he shot an early fireball that went through him, did a light tatsu to close the diff- distance without hitting him in stun, and then started his combo so that he could build him up in a meter shit. to finish with a critical art. Like, it's shit like that. And some of his combos are just, like, it's not stock standard, like... Uh, like it's not um, the bread and butter combos into, you see. Yeah, it's not the B and B combos you usually see coming out of people. Yeah, like I've seen him do. Um, it's it's shit. Like he'll do a combo that purposely whiffs the end kick of a heavy tatsu so that they keep the slow fall, and then he can go like, sure, you can critical art. The fuck. It's yeah. He is him and Chris. Uh, Chris T. I just, I it's mesmerizing watching them play Ken. Yeah, fair. I fucking love it. I'll have to check it out. So speaking, of, we spoke about Knuckle Do before. Um, he's actually hosting a tournament uh, in Vietnam with Saigon Cup, and the winners of that tournament will be flown to Evo 2019 by Knuckle Do and his and his sponsors and stuff like that, which is fucking cool. Um, he's jumping on that that uh, Justin Wong bandwagon. Yeah, he is. He is. But it's a good thing, man. Any support for the FCC yeah, is a good thing. Is. He's also actually Fuck there's yeah, three people I think. So the so the um the winners are getting flown, and anyone can enter for the third. So he's given away three passes. So anyone can enter for the third ticket. I've entered twice. Um, oh, have you? Yeah, fucking over. I'm getting flown to fucking <laughs> Evo 2019. How fucking good would that be? Um, yeah, that'd be sick. But yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so anyone can enter that. If you want to go check it out, then you can do on his uh, YouTube page, I think. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Knuckle Do's YouTube page. He's such, a, he's such a good dude. He's a good dude. Lots of people in the FGC are good dudes, I think. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a... Even though there's... It's like any community, there's always some bullshit and negativity, but I feel like the FGC overall mm. is a lot more positive than... I think it's because a lot of us are kind of older. I, th- I, I think it's... I think it's got a lot to do with that. Yeah, I, th- I think there's that too. I think um, I think there's two other main reasons. So, um, I played LOL last night, right? League of Legends. Movers, man. Yeah. I, 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 man, I'm, me and my mate Joey are actually going to China to watch the Dota 2 International this year. So, yeah. you know, I can what, I can vouch what, that I'm a also a MOBA what, sufferer. What, watching MOBAs is okay. Playing them, I'd rather hang myself. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's, but it's like, so, so the difference is with fighting games, right? there's no one else to blame mm-hmm. so when when you a lot of the time you can't just like 
pass the blame onto someone else in your team, right? So there's a yeah. lot of self-reflection and, and humbling in fighting games. Even though there's still the, oh, you're playing this character, he's so broken. Like today, I was I versus one dude and he was playing Bardock and I was getting so fucking frustrated because I'm like, all you're doing is mashing fucking square and all your hits have a freaking vortex thing. So it doesn't matter where you hit me, I get sucked into your combos. Well, don't get me started on Bardock. But yeah, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um but that's what i mean like like i see that and i'm like i can't change that mm. so i've got to adapt and overcome it right eventually i did win a game or so but um you know there's 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 that self-reflection and, and there's that humbling but also anybody that's serious about fighting games goes to local events mm. and i'll tell you what you're a lot less likely to talk shit when there's actually people next to you because talk shit get hit bro so Yes. You know, it's 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 a because it's not just an online environment, it um yeah. the ecosystem's very different. A hundred percent. Agreed. Yeah, very much agreed actually. It it is an incredible thing to be a part of the FGC, I would say. But um Yeah, it is. Moving on to more I'm, tournament news. I'm only sad that I haven't been part of it longer. I'm like, why did it take me this long? Yeah, I know exactly how you feel. I'm I'm just sad that I, I fucking can't really get to it because I'm so fucking far away from any capital city I'm trying to start one up in North Queensland but CQFGC so we'll see how that goes um, but we'll talk about that later mm, we will we will Knuckle Do hosting the tournament was the last piece of news bam fuck dude obviously I thought we were done with news no holy shit uh, <laughs> bam 11 baby bam 11 holy fuck man this was I'm so I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm cranky that I couldn't go this is about the only thing I think really um, but fuck man what a what a showing that was. I was lucky enough yeah, to sort of was... watch a whole bunch of it live, live stream while, while I was working. You just had it on a computer beside me just sort of watching it. An- um, another thing about the um, the Dragon Ball Top 8 is um, Agent Numbers. I think he was in... Um... Yeah, he was, man. That was fucking ridiculous. I was watching that from him. Yeah. So um, remember when I w- went to PAX and I played in the Dragon Ball thing mm-hmm. and I lost? So mm-hmm. I went... Uh, my first game was against him. Oh, I didn't know and- that. Yeah, and he beat me. I didn't know who he was at the time. He beat me. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I fought my way all the way through winner's finals. And not winner's finals. All the way up from loser's bracket all the way to the loser's finals. And I just lost the last game. And I would have versed agent numbers in the finals if I won. That's fucking cool. So, yeah. So, um, that's what I mean. Like, this is the game that I'm like... I've put so much time into it that, like... I think if I really focus and knuckle down, I can... You know, get somewhere with it, then go, do it. Go, yeah, go toe to toe with some of these dudes. But yeah, it's it's so interesting to watch because um, Agent Numbers is such a crowd pleaser, and he's, he's just like, Man. "Who do you want me to play, Kid that, Goku?" Whatever. That was bro. so fucked. Like he was sitting beside a dude who was looked very, very serious. And we're we're talking about Bam here. And we're talking about it's it's the top eight of Dragon Ball Fighters, by the way. So yeah, just the yeah. Battle Arena Melbourne happened, you know, last week on the weekend. Um, yeah, and this bloke Agent Numbers was being incredibly jovial and they would cut to the two players and there was I forget who he was versing but I'm pretty sure it was an international dude I think it might have been I can't really remember like yeah but he was Sendo hey it was it Sendo it was Sendo yeah yeah so he was sitting there and he was looking like he wanted to kill someone because Agent Numbers just, was just turning around like going, guys. who should I play? Yeah. Who should I play? I just fucking pick a team for me. Pick a team. And the crowd would like yell people out and he'd just go in and pick them. Like he was treating it like he was having fun, which is fucking incredible. Yeah. But that is yeah. so disrespectful to the opposing person. It's See, I don't like that's just how he plays the game. But yeah. Sendo is 
comes across to me, I've never met the guy, but um, from all my experiences with him online, he seems like a very serious kind of person. Yeah. Like, he's there for business. And I can tell you firsthand, his Vegito is some bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, you have, this, you have told me about it before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to go into that. But you, you could tell that there are certain characters that flourish a bit more in the Australian scene. Mm. Like, Vegito. There was there was more than one I think Sendo and fuck there was someone else that played Vegito I can't remember um, but there was two Vegito players um, we saw Ki- Kid uh, like, sorry GT Goku for the first time um, Dilo was running him and uh, Broly seems to be seems to be pretty strong right now mm-hmm. you know on, on top of the normal like Bardox and fucking Super Saiyan Goku and uh, what's another character that's stupid Yamcha there we go yeah there's a lot of Yamcha. <laughs> Fucking Yamcha's so good. His assist is great. He's him as an anchor. He's just a great. He's just mm. good. He's just good. Yeah, but it was so it was so great to watch, man. Like I love watching the Aussie side of it because there was there was no international people like coming down to play Dragon Ball. Yeah. Like, because last year this was like a proper um, a proper world event for the world tour, right? But but this year it was just they they because. I don't know why Bandai Namco haven't done anything with that, but, mm. you know, because they haven't done that, there's no motivation to come down. So it was just like all the Aussie players, like the best of the best, yeah. you know, in, in Australia playing. And it was so... In- That's why I was so motivated. I was like, fuck. It was, you know, it was fucking so exciting good. to watch. It was exciting to watch. Yeah. But um, we'll do the DBZ yeah. stuff uh, now, I guess. So Dragon Ball Fighters, um, Marmite in a jar. Marmite took it out. Uh, got first in the event. Um, uh, with um, Goku Blue. Yeah, it was Goku, Trunks, and Yamcha. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, yeah. Raptor got second. Dialu, Dialo got third. Dialo? Dialu? Dialo? I, I, I think it's Dialo. Dialo? I think it's Dialo. Oh, yeah, I'm something not, I'm not like sure. that. Sendo yeah. came out fourth. There you go, mate. The, yeah. the bloke to the U-verse online got fourth. It's pretty fucking good. Mm. Um, mm. Agent numbers or agent 17805, 17805 if you want to be technical, technical about it. Uh, Falco, Toash, and then Ando got the rest of those sort of spots so it was a quite quite a stacked top eight there um but moving and you didn't you didn't you didn't see a lot of like the same character no. like the, the i think the problem dragon ball has had in the past is we've had some metas that were so dominated by go tanks android go tanks android 16 bardock or yeah. something like that but like it was it was a very colorful top eight and it was yeah, very well, very looking, interesting looking in here i've got i can see like there's a goku blue yamcha hit gohan Go, Goku, yeah. Teen Gohan, Vegeta, Vegito, Bardock, Goku Black, Broly, Kid Buu, Android 16 is in there. There's a quite, there's quite a good mix in that in that top eight of, of people. That you Rap- saw. Raptor is, I'm probably undoubtedly the best hit in Australia. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like coming, I used to play a lot of hit, and um, the stuff that he can do is just, it's fucking nuts. Pretty fucking because, insane. Yeah, hit is just, he's a very different character. Um, but my only issue is sometimes like he'll get a combo and Raptor loves the resets mm. right he he loves like getting you into a combo and then making you think that the combo is going to keep going and then purposely dropping it so he can do like tricky hit shit and then hit you on the other side and like like reset the damage yeah. so he could just do more right but in the top 8 he was he would do that one like a few times and then he was like oh this isn't working because they, they, as soon as they drop it they block yeah so you know he had to switch out of that 
You know, that's, that's my only issue with him. And I know what he's doing, you know, and a lot of the time I've seen it work. I've seen it work mm. and it's fucking magical. But sometimes I'm just like, nah, nah, come on. Yeah, just fucking like, carry I, the combo, man. Don't drop it this time. Yeah, because he, he plays hit and I want him to succeed. I want him to win so bad yeah. because I fucking hit so awesome. But yeah, so. Uh, moving back into so Tekken good. 7 results for Bam. Uh, Ulsan took it out with JDCR and Rest coming up second and third. JDCR. Was, was he playing Armor King? Uh, he was playing Armor King, yeah, which is fucking he, he outrageous. Is, JDC, he, he's a fucking he freak. L- he loves Armor he King does. right now. He does. It's just, it's it was such a cool thing to see um, Armor King get that far. And I think that someone pulled out. I remember seeing in Texas. I don't know if it actually might have been. Um, no, that might have been at Texas Showdown where someone pulled out fucking uh, Negan, which was hilarious to watch. The crowd went fucking bananas. That was. Oh, I is Negan good in in Tekken Seven? I don't know, really, to be honest with you. Um, I haven't played enough of Tekken 7 recently to give you a, a proper sort of, you know, a proper opinion on that. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he came out and the crowd seemed to love it. So usually when the crowd loves things, it's because the characters aren't great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's because it's like... Well, look, I'm, I'm a sucker for that kind of shit too. That's why I love watching Ken players so much. Because <laughs> the underdog. Ken doesn't... Yeah, it, it's... But it's also... it's. It's so fresh, mm. you know what I mean? Because you don't see that character a lot, and you're like, "Oh, I get to see someone play this character at a high level," mm. you know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so drawn to that shit. I love it, man. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, Mr. L took it out with King K. Rule. Uh, mm-hmm. Extra with Mr. Game and Watch came second, and yes. Luco with a Ness taking out the third spot. Uh, Street Fighter Five, yeah. uh, Machibo with Nikali that match was actually pretty fucking insane that that look yeah. look I am a massive Bonchan fanboy so he, t- he came second like, man he didn't do bad yeah, I know I know I know like okay so here's the thing um, he is obviously really good with Karen and he's played Karen for a long time because Karen's like just probably one of the best characters in the game but um, pre-Sagat he was considered like because he played Nash right mm. when Nash was good he played Nash and then everybody stopped playing Nash because there, there was some nerfs that happened and there's no point playing him but he kept with him right and then he was considered the last Nash that was like his, his the little, last Nash that's a fucking movie title mate it's I know right it sounds sick so but then Sagat comes out comes out and then he was you know he's played Sagat since like Street Fighter 4 and stuff probably before that and um, so he was drawn to Sagat and I've been watching watching him play Sagat since the character released shit and yeah, he's my favorite Sagat player ever well, to watch. To be, to be honest, so he, he made me feel good. not so bad about throwing lots of fireballs and I'm at a distance because he was just absolutely spamming those fucking things out. It was, yeah. he's still lost, um, yeah. you know, but he was using those, uh, he was using that to, it was, yeah, yeah. to, well, to great advantage. You know, in, in, the, in the match against Nakali, he was using Karen because the problem with Sagat, right, is he's going to sit back and shoot the fireballs, but Nakali's just going to be like, yeah, cool story, bro. I can hit you without launching a fireball because he does, like, the ground pound. Mm. So he just, like, Sagat's main strength is just shut down. That's why he would play Karen because Karen can control the neutral, has a lot of really mm. long-reaching, strong, fast normals. Um, but, yeah, it's like Sagat, I fucking, every time there was a match with Sagat, I would, like, stop what I was doing. I'd be like, let me watch this shit, <laughs> you know? It's so good. Like, he's, because he's so familiar with the character, he's good at, like, all the car cancels and, um, like, the fireball games and, you know, just, it's fucking great. Because I, I, if I ever pick that game up again, I'm playing Sagat. Yeah. I, fucking. I, I really want to. Well, there's, we got too I many just, fighting games to play in the next few months, man. We're going to be playing a lot of them, I'd say. Um, 
Hey God, I've got I've got I've got like three coming that I want to play, like just in the mail now. Fuck. Um, Mortal Kombat 11 results. Look, if I'm I'm down to play some Guilty Gear. Like, yeah, man, I'm getting Rev too, so we'll fucking smash that up 100. percent I only have it on PC, so I need I have to pick it up on PlayStation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Mortal Kombat 11 results. Wasminator with his Aaron Black and Jade uh, took out the winning. The winning well, he position. was yeah. So he was he was playing Aaron Black for most of it, and then he made a switch to Jade at some point. I can't remember exactly when. Yeah, but that was interesting to watch because yeah, Jade seems pretty fucking strong. Um, Googie with Aaron Black came second, and Castile fuck, between Liu fuck Kang Aaron and Black. Cassie, uh, Liu Kang and Cassie Cage took out the third position for Mortal Kombat 11 at BAM. Um, so Wasmanator, um, since winning that, has he's already flown to America to participate in Combo Breaker. Oh wow, fuck! So he's on the way because yeah. Combo Breaker is happening this week. This right? weekend, yeah, this weekend. This weekend it starts yeah. this weekend, fuck doesn't yeah, it? Is. Bonchan better be there. <laughs> see some. I want to see some Sagat. Goddamn it! So we'll only go do you know who else plays? We'll go through a couple more. Do you know who else more. plays Sagat? Hey, do you know who else plays? Sagat? Do you know who else plays Sagat? Who? Um, Ryan Hart. Really. Yeah, if he ever plays Street Fighter Five, he's playing Sagat. Interesting. He's also really awesome to watch if you ever see like videos of him playing. Huh. So check it out. Yeah. Um. So yeah. there's a look. There's a ton of but bam. There, there was some big like there was a lot of fucking fighting game tournament like you know tournaments going on there at it this was, bigger tournament. It was a big weekend. So there was um. Was there's results up here for UniST, Dead or Alive Six, uh, Guilty Gear, Exerd Rev Two, Soul Calibur Six, Ultra Street Fighter Four, uh, Blazblue Cross Tag. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Vampire Savior, Blasblue Central Fiction, Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R, which <laughs> is probably that fucking PS2 one. Um, Skullgore Second yeah. Encore, Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, King of Fighters. Like I said, there, mate, there was so many fucking games being played at BAM. So if you do want to check it out, um, then please go to... You can search for it on Google. Just look up BAM 11 results. Have a look at them. But more, moreover... It was just a fucking great tournament. I, I was lucky enough to sort of catch it, catch a lot of the live streams that were happening across the weekend, and it just looked like a great atmosphere down there. The crowd was, you know, getting behind a lot of stuff, and the photos that were coming out were, yeah. were absolutely stellar as well. Um, so it was just, it looked. Yeah. Like, I wish I had it gone. God damn it, I wish I had it gone. Yeah, me too, me too. Although um, I'm so rusty at Dragon Ball that I would be very disappointed in myself for going, like for for performing well. But yeah. I would have loved to have gone anyway. Like, mm. I just want to go and watch. Like, I'm, I'm not at the level that I can, you know, probably at any... Well, probably not at any of them, really. I could even put a candle towards anyone there. But, um, you know, fucking... I'd love to go and watch. It'd be fucking absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, it'd be sick. It'd be sick. Um, we, we, should, we, should, we should try to go next year. I'll, we will I'll, go next year. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give Emma the baby for the weekend. <laughs> we will go next See, year. See, baby, I'm going to whoop some ass. <laughs> I'm, yeah, have fun with the baby. I'm going to play fighting games. Um, <laughs> so, Priorities, right? Some other big stuff happened this week uh, in terms of patch notes. So two quite big patches were released in the past two weeks. Um, one of them is for a game that is getting quite a bit of attention, but myself and Andrew don't really play all that much, and that's Soul Calibur VI. Uh, they released version 140, I believe it is. Um, so if you if you're into Soul Calibur Six, make sure you head on to the Bandai Namco ENT.com website. Uh, all the patch notes are available there. Uh, did get released on the 14th of May, I believe, on pretty much all platforms and stuff like that. Um, they've got creation parts and some hotfixes and stuff like that. So go check those out if you are inclined. Man, I'd like to get into Soul Calibur Six because when I when I played it, the only time I've ever played it was at PAX last year. Mm. I was taking a, I think I was waiting for my um, Dragon Ball Fighters game. So and when I knew this other dude, and he was like, "Yeah, let's play some Soul Calibur," and I played it, and I'm like, "This is 
This is fucking. This is pretty good. Because I used to play. I used to play five, mm. four or five. I, I play a lot of. So, so I was like, yeah, this, this is pretty fun. This is pretty fun. So, unfortunately, it's one of those games. It's like one of the, the, the smaller titles. Yeah. In, in the scene. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. It's got, a load of fun, and if you're into it, you should bloody get on. Exactly, it. fucking. Exactly. I've, got, I've got Soul Blade, which is the original on here. On oh Jesus! PS1, and I've got two copies of it actually behind me, but yeah. Um, Fuck, that is not on the same caliber as this game. <laughs> no, Jesus, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> um, and there's a bunch. So this this was a big one. For anyone who plays uh, Blaz Blue Cross Tag, people have been waiting for this patch for quite a while. It did um, sort of bring out three new characters as well, uh, which is oh, yep. four new characters. Apologies, sorry. So there's um. Naoto Kuragane from the Blaz Blue series, Teddy from Kuragane. Persona 4, uh, Seth from Undernight in Birth, and Heart, Heart from Ar- Arcana Heart. And from all, from everything I can see, people are really enjoying the Heart character, like really enjoying the Heart character, which is great. Um, oh, yeah? But yeah, four new characters, a bunch of patch notes came out. If you're a fan of the Blaz Blue series, which I know that a lot of people are, make sure you yeah, head um, and check. Blaz Blue is solid, man. It is fucking solid. I, 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 I haven't played... Um cross tag battle but I played a lot of Blaz Blue when it came out like um, at that time there wasn't the Guilty Gear hadn't like there was there was no new Guilty Gear game coming out so I was like oh, I need something and they're like oh the guys have made Guilty Gear making this game so I played the first two yeah the first two um, Blaz Blue games is like, it, who the fuck a, is a, this guy is it Blaz Blue or Blaze Blue I hear both I don't know. Well, I'm gonna have to I, find that. We have to answer that question for next because I, I, yeah. I've heard it both, and I don't actually know what the official one is. I, I hear a blaz blue, I hear a blaze blue. Look, if, if you're gonna out. be like specific to the English language, because there's no e yeah. at the end of the word blaze, the e doesn't turn the a into like an, a capital letter yeah. sound. And technically speaking, Therefore, it's all it's actually all one word as well. So like, it's not even there's no yeah. gap. So it's, it's blaz blue. But anyway, anyway, whatever. Yeah. Phonetically, I'm pretty sure it's blaz blue. Um, Do I own blaz blue? Let me have a look. I think I own it. Somewhere. Probably. Uh, let's see. I've got it on PS4 cross tag, so I'll have to... Oh, I've got Chrono Phantasma. I don't have the latest one. Yeah, latest one is very, very good. I really enjoy it, actually, very much so. Uh, it's a game that I want to spend more time with. But there's a, man, there's a bunch of like patch notes here version, in version 1.5. Uh, got released, I think, like in the last couple of days. It's very, very recent. So there's a big, a big, big um, 15 pages of patch notes Uh on that all the different characters they've all, they've all been sort of you know had uh, adjustments made to them and it's yep. balance patches it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff in there a lot of balance a lot of universal mechanic changes those four new characters like I said so if you're a fan of the, the Blaze Blue series Blaze Blue series please go check it out and if you think you might like it it's got characters from Ruby in it it's got characters from Persona 4 in it um, this is like a crossover sort of anime fighter um, so if you've played Persona 4 if you've watched the anime Ruby um check it out because it is a very very solid very very solid title and well worth a pick up do you know what would make me more inclined to play this game and it's the biggest reason why i haven't played it yet what so when they first announced this game i was like oh i like blast blue i like i like persona yada 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 and they're showing oh there's all these crossovers all these people coming Uni in ST people that's it too unist yeah, yeah yeah and then um it gets to the end of them showing all the characters and i'm like this, there looks like a severe lack of Guilty Gear characters in this game. because there is none. <laughs> I, want, I want... Yeah, that's what I mean. Where's the Guilty guys? They're like um, Arxis' biggest fucking fighting game franchise yeah. outside of Dragon Ball. 
So give me some fucking soul bad guy, Kai Kiske, fucking jam. That would be cool. <sighs> that would be cool. That would be that be if if that happened, I'd be like, oh, I have I might have to get this game. Yeah. But you know, I'm just. I guess I'll just stick to Ragnar the Blood Edge. <laughs> uh, look, it, I, I enjoy Blaze Blue, Blaze Blue, Blaze Blue, whatever it is. But I will um, also be getting Guilty Gear except Rev Two in the next, probably in the next week or so, really. And I'm going to spend a lot of time with that. It's going to be awesome. Um, Guilty Gear Exard Rev Two is such a phenomenal game. I've got I've got Rev. Yeah. I, I was playing Rev early tonight actually, but I, I have no no Rev Rev Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got a and it's like it's got one of the best tutorials in fighting games pre. Mortal Kombat yeah very very good as well uh, that's it for the patch notes and the news guys um, keep an eye out on the plus frames Twitter for anything that we see that we'll retweet and, and in, you know we think is worthy of news and stuff like that because we are doing a little bit of that but um, it's time for the topic discussion of the night and uh, we decided to have a chat about your local events very very important things um, I don't have them <laughs> unfortunately I'm from north fucking Queensland if you're lucky enough to live in a capital city then there is a very, very large chance. In fact, I know at least, I know three of the capitals, Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne all have locals. I don't know about Adelaide. I actually don't know. I'm, I'm assuming they would. But if you live in a capital city in Australia and you want to get into fighting games more, then start having a sniff around because there are things that happen called locals. And it can happen fortnightly, it can happen monthly, where all of the people who are serious about fighting games usually go to a pub or something like that or some sort of venue and uh, set up a couple of TVs and play some fucking fighting games. Mm-hmm. there's a um so when I first started playing Sendo he invited me to his locals which is in oh fuck was it uh fuck I can't remember where it was Maryland I think it is mm. but it's 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 like a solid hour away from me and it's it's on like weeknights and because I was so I, I don't have time because I'm always streaming and shit yeah. so I can never do it so because I can't go to the weekly events I try my best to go to some of the like the monthly events right and uh i went the last time we recorded this uh i came back from the city to from um york street battles which is the main sydney monthly event and it's not even about so here's the common misconception that people have the people a lot of people are like i'm gonna wait till i get good before i go to my locals no don't do that that's yeah that's yeah. yeah so Here's the thing, right? It's not about going there and being the best. Because one, it's not going to happen. Yeah, like, man, there's, there's some fucking good people that go to those locals. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> p- playing online and offline are very, very different. Yeah. But going, it's, it, it's about going and supporting your, your, the, the scene, mm-hmm. right? And because people are starting to do that. like, So normally I just catch a, get on a train, go to the city, and I go to this the York Street battles, right? But the trains were down. I had to catch... Uh, I had to get driven to the station to catch a bus. Oh, buses. To catch Fuck, my, that's dedication. <laughs> bus and then train to go to this locals. Yeah. Both, both ways. So, you know, and it's one of those things where you got to go and support the scene because it's the only way it could grow. And um, currently, like, Oshodo actually announced today that um, they're expanding some of their tournaments, right? So... Um, York Street Battles is going to stay as their, their main monthly tournament, but the other one, Bankstown Runbacks, um, they've only got... They had three of them so far, and I'm pretty sure I went to the first or second one. Mm. Um, they're going to make that a bit more frequent because, you know, if, if they get people coming in, just paying to go in to play games with people, you're supporting the scene, you're helping them prove that 
there are there are people that want to come and do this thing which means they can start doing more more events better events like and, and you can be a part of that just be a part of the the people there like when i went to york street battles last time there was one dude sitting down playing dragon ball and i went over to him I, like i recognized him and he turned around and he saw me and he goes hey you were you were the guy i played for like an hour at bankstown <laughs> and i was like yeah, fuck yeah man and we just jumped down and we just played some more dragon ball mm. you know so it was just it you just you go there and you sh- you're you're sharing experiences with people who love the things that you love. I think it's also a beautiful thing because realistically, fighting games started in arcades. Like that's where this is that's where they yeah, started. Yeah. You know? So the locals that used to exist were not on. They shouldn't be online because back in the day, you know, in the in the late eighties, early nineties, if you wanted to go and there was no compete, online. yeah, there was no fucking online. You'd go to your local arcade and you'd. you'd you'd stand there and winner stays on that sort of shit and you'd try and, you know, you'd have your locals at an arcade. And I think it's such a fucking cool concept that that is still, that is still happening. You know, like, so, you know, because you could, I mean, people could try and organize locals on, like we kind of do, like we, our Friday night fights and, and, you know, Fight Club Fridays and that sort of stuff. Like we sort of jump online and jump in a room together in Discord, but it's not the same as getting down in a room together and, you know, like sort of, you know, bugging your fucking stick in or, or your controller and having a few rounds with someone, then getting up and going to, you know, talk to someone over here about it and everything. It's, it's just a completely different feeling when you actually go to your locals and, and you're there physically. It's so fucking cool. I've only been to a couple of them in my life because um, I, I live in North Queensland, but um, I really want to get an FGC started up here. I've been trying pretty hard. Yep. I've been in talks with a couple of places locally um, that'll let me sort of hire, hire out places and been putting the feelers out here in the town that I live in, Mackay, um, for people who would actually come. And I've got a, I've got a small, I've got a group of about maybe under 10 at the moment, but about seven or eight people who are pretty keen to come down and sort of, you know, um, begin to uh, sort of um, investigate fighting games and, 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 and what they have to offer and everything like that, which is really fucking cool. Um, so I'm excited to do yeah. that and, and get that started. Um, and that's an, and that's another thing. See, you're in a situation where you're like, okay, we don't have locals down here or any events that we can go to like I have in Sydney. Mm. So you're like, okay, I'm going to make some. Yeah. And I'm going to create an environment for people to come around and just just be a bunch of people hanging out, playing video games and having a good time. Exactly. And that's what it's about. It's not about going somewhere and proving you're the best. Because, I mean, when, going to locals, and here's another thing, going to locals will make you a better player. I can oath it will. You, you will get much better, much quicker. Like, you are versing... Like, uh, something that's going to happen with me tomorrow night. When I verse you and fucking... Jack, when I verse you boys tomorrow night in DBFC... I'm not going to win a match. I know I'm not going to because you boys have been playing for the past year and I fucking haven't. You might. <laughs> I'm going to get fisted. You give yourself some credit, but yeah. But still, like, you, you know it's- what I mean? Like, it's, it's, uh, by the end of the night, I guarantee you I'll be endlessly better than the start of the night, you know, because versing good people. Yeah, exactly. You get, as long as those people are, are willing to teach. And that's one of the beautiful things about the FGC as well is there's really not that many people who aren't willing to give some pointers and teach and say, hey, you, you probably shouldn't do that. Do you realize you're doing this? Like, you know, yeah. that sort of attitude is very, very prevalent um, in a lot of the communities. So you can learn a lot from people who know a lot about these games. Um, so, so perfect example is, um, so when I went to that Bankstown event and I played Dragon Ball against this dude for like a solid fucking hour and I probably won two games. <laughs> that does um, happen. Yeah, he was playing Kazunoko's team at the time, which was the broken Adelgohan Gotenks Yamcha team. Oh, yeah. And... St- when we first played, I got fucking stomped. But the biggest thing that, even though I lost most of my games, the biggest thing that I noticed was after that day, 
um, after like in between matches we would like have a few words and say a few things and then do this or he would say things you know I'm doing this and doing this and I'm like oh I tried to do this and he would say no you can't do that um, <laughs> but the biggest thing I noticed was that my ability to defend corner pressure and a lot of like mix ups like from like Yamcha and shit um, it skyrocketed like I, I didn't I learned patience. Yeah. I learned I learned when when um, I was able to interrupt attacks because I was like trying shit, you know. And yeah, so was, a lot of it was, you know, I, I would try things, I would lose, I would I would try things. Sometimes it would work, and I'll try to build upon that later. I would I would use that time to analyze what he was doing to to or do all that kind of it's- stuff. And it's like my defense, like my just ability mm. to defend myself. And it happens like today, like even today when I was playing online. Um, some matches I got stomped, but there was periods in the match where I was just like, defend, 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 and I was just like, that. they couldn't get through yeah, my defense yeah. because I could just like, you know. And I find that, so I it, find that when you're versing yeah. people that you know, or especially in person, it's a completely different feeling than when you're versing online. Like if I go into a ranked match online, I kind of feel like I can't, I, you can't really afford to make mistakes in those situations. So you, you try not mm. to, you're not really trying thing new things out or you're trying to do... I do dumb shit all yeah, the time, so... But, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a different feeling. Like, yeah, if, if you're with a mate and you're like, hey, man, we're just having some fun and, and learning a bunch and practicing, then you can... It, it, I think the pressure's off a lot more. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's yeah. just nowhere near as yeah. much pressure. So you're not going there to fucking show anyone up. You're not going there to... You're going there to learn. You're going there to experience and have a good time, you, you know, with your mates mm-hmm. in, a, in a thing that you all collectively love. And I think that's really fucking cool. You can sort of, you know, leave the leave the expectations and the wants to win at the door and go in and you know you obviously want to win but you kind of are there to learn as well at the same time yeah and and kind of adding on to that um in the same vein going to these events and then having a good time and doing all that kind of stuff and then when it's time to to buckle down and and participate in like the maybe you have you wrap up the night with a big tournament you develop the ability to to deal with pressure yes you know what I mean? Like it's it's something that you you'll never be able to deal with that. Oh, you're playing a ranked game. Oh, okay, cool. I just lost you know three thousand points. Whatever. I'll just play again. I'll just win. Yeah. Whatever. But in a tournament is different. It's double elimination, and that's it. So there's there's so much more pressure, and it, you're you develop the ability to deal with that pressure. Yeah. You know, to to not let it affect your execution. Because I tell you what, when I when I went into that tournament for the first time. I was like, some dude would come up to me and be like, yeah, you know, you can do this, this, and this with Goku. And I'm like, look, man, I, I normally can do that without a problem, but I just... Yeah. I just... My fingers wouldn't fucking work, it, man. Yeah, it and just it, wasn't working. And it affects and I, every, and that, and that Imagine... It's, and that kind of pressure still affects people who do this. Like, Tokido is a perfect example. Watch Tokido play Street Fighter. And if he gets... You notice, because if he's on the... Like, if he's on the back foot, yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll sit there, shut his eyes... And you take his deep breaths and you'll know he's like, holy shit, this dude, this man is like trying to calm himself. And he's been here hundreds of times. Like, you know, so it, it is it is a very real thing. So going to your locals and stuff also helps with that. 100% it does. It's going to help with that sort of pressure. It's going to, it's going to get you used to those high intense and, and those those high emotion moments where everything's on the line. And if you, if you drop a combo, like I've done with you many times, it's not just losing a match with one of your mates online. It's losing the tournament so you know that that's yeah. that's high pressure man yeah. um yeah and and it's just you know and that's the thing with these like fight nights that we try to do you know if we do if we build a little community we can start doing those kind of tournaments and you could 
you know, it, it's not still not the same as being there. together. Yeah. But, you know, we're together in spirit. Oh, yeah. and that's in amazing. spirit, in spirit. <laughs> so there you go, guys. That's the uh, topic discussion for the week. If you want us to discuss something, I think next week, uh, we've hopefully locked it in. We have... Fortnite. <laughs> we well, no, oh sorry next fortnight my bad uh, next episode <laughs> next round I should say um, we actually have an interview uh, one of the casters from Battle Arena Melbourne has agreed uh, to come on and have a chat with us about casting about um you know uh, about his favorite fighting games about his life and hey you know that sort of stuff and about the FGC in total so we're very we're, we're looking very much forward to that um, and we can both fangirl about. Um, bon chance to gut. <laughs> exactly. Fucking oath. We probably fucking will, I'd say, all three of us. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're looking at getting our first interview, which is going to be very, very exciting and very, very cool. Um, so if you've ever thought about what it might be like to be a caster, definitely check I've out. I've always wanted to be yeah, a caster, right? Shout casting is so fucking time. fun. So yeah, check it out yeah. and you'll probably get a bit of info on exactly what it's like and what it was like to cast Australia's biggest fucking fighting game tournament. Very, very cool indeed. Um, Speaking of, yeah, he'll, he'll be able to tell us about a different kind of pressure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very different kind of pressure, actually. Yeah, what, what do you do if you really badly fuck up a call? <laughs> you call mm. Sagat Cami or something live on air? <laughs> I fucking know. They kind of look the same in a weird way. <laughs> they don't not, not at all. all. <laughs> <laughs> not at fucking all. Uh, where can we find oh. you, Andrew? If people want to catch you around, where can we find you? Um, you can find me at aclay1788 on Instagram and Twitter, but... Uh, I do my own podcast. Uh, I do two podcasts. I do um, a couple of NPCs. It's a gaming podcast to do with my main man, Alex. Um, you can find us at a couple of NPCs and all things social media, Twitch, YouTube, all that good shit. Um, and the other one I do is called Esports Hotness, where I get a bunch of different people in the esports scene and we just we just talk shit. Mm-hmm. And um, this week released one and I talked to um, the CEO of uh, GGWP Academy. And um, yeah, hers, she got into it, believe it or not, she got into esports because of Pokemon. Ah, interesting. Yeah, so so check out that that little podcast. I think next time, I'm trying to get Dilo on. Oh man, that'd be fucking yeah. sick. Yeah, so yeah, it's just, he's a very busy boy, so scheduling is really fucking rough. I understand that completely. But, but yeah, so uh, two podcasts, Esports Hotness is the esports podcast I do, and a couple of NPCs, found them on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, all that good shit, right? If you have a long time. <laughs> You're a spanner, mate. <laughs> and you can find me at most of the places at Matt Jerkins, as you can see underneath right now, or M-A-T-T-J-E-R-K-I-N-S. And, um... My website, ultrasupermega.com.au. We are re-opening uh, up the Megacast, which is the other podcast that I used to do. What has been on hiatus for a little while as we deal with some stuff and, and do some soul-searching internally in the team and stuff and where we want to go. Um, but the Megacast is returning in the coming week or two, which is very exciting as well. So ultrasupermega.com.au. And this is Plus Frames. You can find us now on pretty much all the streaming stuff. You can find us on um, on Spotify, we're on iTunes. Uh, leave us a review if you don't mind on iTunes because it does help in terms of, you know, bumping you up the numbers and all that sort of shit. So leave us a review. Visibility and discoverability. Yeah, discover- that's, that's, that's the fucking word I was looking for, discoverability. And um, as always, guys, if you have any improvements that, or anything you'd like us to do on the podcast, please come and join the Discord. Um, hit us up on Twitter, send us an inbox, just let us know if you want us to cover anything in particular or any improvements you can think of for the podcast itself. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys in a fortnight. See you guys.